Welcome to HB RV Lifestyle, the podcast. I am your host, the Honey Badger, giving it to you straight in the RV business as always. Today, I just finished wrapping up a video I made that I'm very proud of because it continues a series of videos I started at the end of 2021. I can't believe it's almost been two years since I had my second largest month on YouTube. And the video series was about generator ban in California. Now that ban has expanded into a couple of other states and will expand into a lot more states in the middle of next year, 2024, or the beginning of 2025. Now I'm pissed off, my blood is boiling because there are just things on my mind that I want to express because I don't know, maybe I'm just, maybe I'm old enough to not be lazy, but old enough, sorry, old enough to not be lazy, young enough to be innovative. I mean, I've been working every single day between two lots since May 3rd. We're on September 15th. So I haven't had a day off since May 3rd. Now, a lot of that's by my choosing. I just choose not to be lazy. I know I can grow the two dealerships and I know I can grow the brand online. And I have an owner that's willing to pour money into building a brand and bettering the business, bettering the company and bettering the industry. But the manufacturers have no interest, zero. They only care about their freaking bottom line anymore. The John Crane days are over, unfortunately. The, the Fleetwood guys from back in the day, when it's real Fleetwood, were innovators. Winnebago, the old guard Winnebago motorized, were innovators. And everybody researched and duplicated them. Then came along Tiffin, and Bob Tiffin innovated things and continued to innovate things. But lately, it's like you have a bunch of old dinosaurs not only running the United States of America, you got a bunch of old fogies that have been in office for 40 something years. Now you got the same type of old dinosaur running Forest River, Thor, Keystone, Coachman, Winnebago. There's no innovation anywhere. It's gone out the window. It got crapped into a bucket and dumped out the window. And this generator ban stuff is just proof of it. It sickens me how this just has exposed how bad it has gotten on the factory side of things. And I worked for the factory. There, there's a, a, a now there, there are exceptions to this rule. I'll give you an example of an exception. Okay. So I had a boss 
His name is David. He has a nickname, but if I tell you his nickname, then it gives away who he is, and that's not fair. Well, it is, but I choose to keep his privacy. He's a good guy. That man wants to be an innovator. His name's David, and I worked for him for about a year. And he wants to be an innovator. And he has, like when him and I used to have discussions, we used to have intense, incredible discussions, and I'm pretty sure we will again. And they were good ones about solar, about what the future of the business needs to be, about where things are going, how he could be the first, how he wants to be the first to certain things. Big open mind. You know, one of those guys, I think him and I are the same age. So just old enough to not be lazy and just young enough to be innovative. And then our boss together, we'll call him uh, D. At first is, is a lot like the dinosaurs. But then as he goes to different places out west or as he's talked to dealers out west at, at events that the manufacturers will hold, he'll be like, wow, John and David are onto something. And Sonic, and, he all, and if he listens to my podcast, he knows who he is, is a dinosaur that wants to innovate. So there are some exceptions out there. But the guys that hold all the money just seem like they have no interest in it. And here's what I mean. Now let me get to the point of it. So at the end of 2021, I created that playlist of videos. So if you go to my regular channel, Henry Bravo, or yeah, Henry Bravo, Randy Victor, HBRV Lifestyle, Honey Badger RV Lifestyle. And you can see the playlist. I created like, I think five or six videos on the subject. I found out the manufacturer's new six months prior. So that means if Onan and Yamaha and all the other generator companies that build gas and propane generators decided to do what Caterpillar did a long time ago with diesel pushers and give Gavin Newsom and whoever runs Washington, D.C., Vermont, and the other states the middle finger and say, we're out. We cannot get to zero emissions in seven years. Actually, six and a half. We can't get there. Then you're SOL. And by the way, Onan said in May of 2022 that they can't get there, that they won't be able to build generators and cut emissions by 40% by 2024. So for Onan to put a gasoline generator in a toy hall or a motorhome and be sold in California, they had to have cut emissions by 40% by January of 2024. We're in September of 2023. I don't know if we're going to make it. 
They say they think they can. Yamaha thinks they can. We got two months to find out. But getting back to the point, the point is you had more than two years as an industry and you made billions of dollars in revenue in 2021 because in 2021, you pushed out 600,000 units at a 40% greater invoice. So your revenue stream is in the billions. In some cases, tens of billions, not profit, revenue. So why didn't you take that revenue stream, part of that revenue stream, and develop a solar system or begin to develop a solar system that you hook straight into the air conditioner and run an AC. I'll tell you why. They don't give a crap. Part of that is their, their dinosaur thinking or their dinosaur concept of how people camp. Well, th this is one GM. One general manager at, at one of the manufacturers says, oh, you know, all the people on the East Coast, they don't do that kind of off-grid camping. They go to campsites that have plug-ins. That's horse manure. I try to tell them because even though my channel is not the size of Josh the RV Nerds, even though my channel is not the size of Matt's towable reviews, RV reviews, or Myers RV guy uh, in Texas. Miles, sorry, Miles. Even though I'm not as big as those three guys, I still get 10 to 15 emails a day that ask me questions about RVing. And the most common question I get from people in Florida, from people in Georgia, Alabama, Indiana, New York, New Jersey, all across the east, east of the Mississippi, can the solar run the air conditioner? There's a concept in Indiana that only the west, that's a west coast thing, and we don't care about west coast. Really? California's your largest market. Texas is number two. You sure you don't care? Because without California and Texas, the RV industry gets cut by two-thirds. Texas and California represent 45% of the RV sales. 45% between two states. And if you lump Florida in there, now you're up to 55%. Which means all the if you piss those people off, you've pissed off an industry. You can flush your factory down the toilet. So look. Let me make this 
as as gentle as I can because I get so irritated with this stuff. If I had two ears, I may not have a fully functioning prototype, but I'd have something to show off at dealer open house, at the dealer RV event at the end of September saying, guys, look where we're headed. We might have to skip a year of generators, but I think we're 75% almost to the point where we can run an air conditioner on two solar panels or three solar panels or whatever it's going to be. And we don't need an inverter and we don't need a battery. I mean, come on, guys. You know what they did instead? The stupidest thing that you could humanly do. Pound on dealers for orders. That's all they've done since the beginning of 2022. Is beat a door. We got a yard. We built all these units and you got to take them. You ordered these things. You got to take them. Hey, now that we empty the yard, hey, we need to build more. So the only way we can build more is if you order. Come on, you got to order more units. We know you haven't sold anything. I've done plenty of episodes and plenty of videos and plenty of griping and complaining about this, but for the most part, Dealerships across the country and up into Canada, when it hit about April of 2022, the industry died. It went to a major bloodbath. The unfortunate thing is Josh the RV nerd was about a year too late of doing the video on it. I was at the shows, guys. In August of 23, I went to three shows in August. One of them being in Salt Lake City, Utah. No, I'm sorry. Salt Lake was in September. Okay. I went to three shows. In three shows, two of the dealers, which were big dealers. These are not small dealers. These are big time dealers. Sold three, maybe two during a five-day show in which a show in which they normally do 20 or 30. And a lot of that was just nobody knew what was going on. Hell, I was at Camping World of Vacaville. And, and there's a manager there. His now, name is Eddie. Eddie is an incredibly smart human being. Quick, and not only is he a quick thinker, but he has foresight. Him and I used to sit down and have some incredible conversations when it was slow, and we saw it, man. We saw it slow way down. I mean, it came down to a freaking crawl by July of 22. I mean, you were pulling teeth to make deals. But see, the reason why Eddie sees that is because his parents 
brought him up in the business. Even during the Great Recession of 08, 09, and 10, he was in it. We were all younger when we were in it, but he was in it, I was in it. it. Almost everybody but one person in the management team had been through the crap times when crap had hit the fan. Yeah, every day. Manufacturers pounding at the door, trying to get camping oil to take more inventory. We were already overstuffed. That Vacaville store is huge in California. Nice, big, beautiful location. It was, we were overflowing units into the friggin' parking lot. We had trailers and fifth wheels on the lot that we had to close slide outs on because we couldn't display them because there was just too much inventory. That was a common denominator last year in 2022. Yet, knocking at the door every freaking day. Not spending money on what's important, which is innovation and technology for the betterment of the RV business. It was got to make more money, got to make more sales, got to get more units, got to get more this, got to get more that. This is where like, this is where, and this, this is going to probably sound like I'm a brown noser. But this is where Marcus Lemonis, as much crap as people give him for being bad at his job as CEO of Camping World, the man adapts. And the people he has working for him, below him, there in corporate Chicago, have the ability to adapt and use foresight. My, my owner, the owner of my company. People give him crap. They got nicknames for him. But yet every time him and I have a seat and have a conversation about where things are going and how we got to get there, there's always innovation. It's always about the dinosaurs have to either go or evolve. Just because you're old, just because you're getting up there in age, doesn't mean you can't evolve and learn a new trick. They always say old dogs can't learn new tricks, then go and retire. This is a new age. This is a technological age. The old school days of singing, doing a four square and trying to get a credit card from somebody for a commitment, those days are over. That's how I started in this business. I started out, you got to do a four square. You got to show them the MSRP. You got to show them the massive discount. You got to show them the bank wants this amount down. Shoot, eight out of 10 deals I do out of my two stores, before they even come in, the numbers are already worked out and the deal's already done. Really, the four square thing, the I call it a proposal, that's already like, that's a formality at that point. 
it's a different conversation now how to make a deal than it was 15 years ago. Hell, 10 years ago. So the RV manufacturers need to change with the times, not keep pounding on doors asking for orders. Very interesting. I had, I had uh, so I, I'm a part of this 20 group, okay? I'm not gonna tell you who the dealers are, but I talked to eight principals from all over the country uh, on December 10th, or sorry, September, September 10th, five days ago. So Saturday evening, we're all, we're all on the phone together on this conference call. And it was very interesting. They're, they're, they said they're going, they're going to Indiana. They're not really looking forward to it. I mean, it's the first time I've ever heard these guys say they're not looking forward to it. They're dreading going. They're debating whether to cancel and just stay at home. That's sad because it's actually a fun event. But they're just tired of getting pounded. They get pounded every day, every day. Remember that sound I keep making? This Every day, that's what they hear. Now, here's where credit is due. I heard a rumor, and this is where I'm gonna give you examples of things. I heard a rumor, good rumor, I can't get it confirmed. I called my buddy Sonic. He won't confirm it for me. But according to Pien, according to sources that I have, says that David has developed something that him and I had talked about that's extremely innovative in three floor plans. But nobody will go see it because all the garbage that occurs. You know what's really pathetic? That dealership, manufacturers, they're not dealers, manufacturers rather spend money on social media advertising to push to you, the consumer, saying, look what we did. We made so many changes to our 2024 lineup, and it's cheaper than 2023's. Translation, we're going to lie to your face because we're liars and we're running out of ideas to get dealers to order. Now, there are exceptions to that. There are a couple of manufacturers that made tweaks or maybe added a floor plan. But for the most part, it's all the same crap they built in 2023 and the same crap they built in 2024. The difference is the 24s are more expensive. They're not cheaper. That's all a lie. Now there's exceptions to that. I won't tell you which ones because that's not fair to everybody. I got two single axle trailers from the factory, fresh, that were $3,000 more and ain't nothing different about $3,000 more than the predecessor in 2023, and yet, guess what? Nothing changed. Same cabinets, same hardware, same equipment, and I'm gonna sound like a snake and say it's all the same. 
I'm tired of the horse manure. I'm tired of the crap. I'm tired of listening to all the BS and all the garbage that comes out of these people's mouths. Okay, now that I've had my my biatch fit for a little bit, that doesn't mean things are bad. It's just me being mad. I'm mad because I'm mad because I wish I had a hundred million dollars to innovate things. I wish I had a guy like Elon Musk or Pete Legal or Mark Cuban or Donald Trump or whoever would write me a check and say, John, build your own RV line and innovate it. <laughs> Create something affordable and that people can use when they want to go off-road and boondock. But I can wish in one hand and crap in the other and see which gets filled first. Now a positive note, the 2024s, the ones that have come in, the few that we do have, a lot better quality control on them than the 23s. I will say that. But I think a lot of that stems from the fact that they didn't build that many because dealers are oversaturated with 23s. I ain't happy about this. But at the same time, it's life. We got to thank, our, thank our, our being, our entity, whether you believe in nature or Allah or God or... The goddess, Buddha, whoever your entity is, we should thank them that the generator companies are going to figure it out. But if I was an RV manufacturer, I, I, if something like that came up, Be like, I can't depend on that. The owner of the company I work for, he's so concerned about me because I haven't taken a day off. He was texting me all the day today. He, he wants me to take a day off. And it's like, if I take a day off, I'm screwed. I feel like if I took a day off, I said this. I said, it's hard for me to take a, take a day off. Easier for me to let go when times are good, times are tough, which means we have to work extra hard and longer than ever. And I said, I hope you understand the feeling, even if I take a day off, even if I was going to go with you to Indiana for the open house, like you told me, I'm gonna work and not relax when I go. 
If I take a day off, I won't vegetate. I'll be constantly thinking about crap I need to do. I know I can shut it down for an hour or two on the golf course or maybe fishing on a lake. But if I sit in front of the TV, I'll go nuts. Whip out the laptop, start posting ads and videos, calling customers and following up behind the sales guys, rework deals that were turned downs at the bank a few months ago. I can't turn it off until we get to a place where everything is running smoothly and good. That's my attitude. That's my philosophy. And then the little time I have to myself, I do this podcast, I do TikTok lives, and I do YouTube videos for everybody. Because if I step off the gas pedal, I'm going to lose it somewhere. Look, I love you guys. I love the whole industry. This industry has been my life for 15 years. I've watched it grow. I've watched it blossom. I've watched... I've watched it grow. Just think, when I first got in this business, I was laughed at when I said that solar would become a big thing in five years. Took a little longer than that. We've gotten to residential home, residential appliances being in motorhomes and fifth wheels and now travel trailers. We are now at a point where park models are no longer built as park models. They're built as destination trailers, meaning that they have tanks so you can actually go camping. Where you don't have to have a fifth wheel in the bed of your truck, you can have the bed of your truck clear and have a 42-foot travel trailer behind you that has four slide-outs and residential appliances. We've come such a long way that we've gotten to the point where a lot of manufacturers use a type of fiberglass that does not delaminate. Can you believe that? <clears throat> now, there's a lot of things that haven't changed. The wraps on the cabinets are still peeling when it gets to extreme heat. And the floors are still bubbling because they're not glued down. They're free-floating floors. And we still have the same shower pans and shower setups we've had since 1991. So I know that there is innovation possibilities. But it pisses me off that all that money that the manufacturers made and they couldn't spend a dime to try to solve this one thing that affects 45% of the West Coast, I'm sorry, 70% of the West Coast market. 
Seven out of 10 customers want to be able to go off-grid camping. Doesn't mean they do it all the time. But just to have the freedom to do it, go along the, rock, the Rocky Mountains, you go into the Colorado River, you go to the eastern Sierra Nevada Mountains, you go up in the Santa Barbara Hills, you go into Los Angeles, you go on the beach anywhere from the tippy top of the Canadian border all the way down to San Diego and Tijuana, and Rosarito. There's no plugins at these sites. Wake up. Smell the freaking coffee, man. You guys got to change. You guys are worrying about the wrong crap. If the entire industry shut down production for four months, or however long Indiana will pay unemployment, you wouldn't miss a thing. If you spent that three months sitting down with an engineer, sitting down with a solar company, and saying, look, we're gonna pay you $5 million bonus and make you the primary solar vendor for all of Forest River or all of Thor or all of Winnebago, whatever the hell you're gonna do. It's a $5 million bonus plus your own exclusivity with us that we will only order for you if you can develop a system that we will pour money into you developing to run the air conditioner on solar. But they don't want to do that. They're too worried about their bonuses. That's right, guys. The general managers and sales managers are commission employees. They're not salaried all the way. They get a small little salary, but they're paid on dollars. So every dollar they spend on something is a dollar out of their pocket. It's a commission job. And I'm a capitalist. <clears throat> but capitalism, capitalism is the ability to innovate and grow your wealth through the development of technology and skills for the betterment of not only yourself and your employees, but the betterment of your customers. That's what capitalism is. That's what capitalism is for. It's for competition and innovation. In this case, this business is failing us big time. Okay. I want to turn your attention to something. So I'm, I'm actually getting into my, um, 
my stuff real quick. Okay. I want to read something to you. I'll blow your mind. Results of the RV Industry Association's December 2022 survey of manufacturers determined the total shipments for 2022 ended with 493,268 shipments, the third best year on record. So you pounded the crap out of the dealers and they took inventory. Coming off an all-time high in 2021, Total shipments decreased 17%, were 600,240 600, was shipped in 2021. So that means over 11, over 1.1 million RVs were shipped out in 21-22, and you didn't spend a dime on any innovation. That's so crazy. I've been repeating myself so much because I'm so pissed off. So mad. I shouldn't be mad. But I am. It makes me so mad. All right. Well, I think I'm going to call it a night. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time.